to another podcast episode of Drink in a Natter with me, your juicy chef, and I'm with another special guest. So some of you may know her as the Culture Doctor. I know her as my beloved Sonia. Other people know her as Dr. Stanley. <laughs> Welcome to my gazebo. Thank it's you so much. <laughs> and this is long, long overdue. Long overdue. Long overdue. Long overdue. <laughs> so I met Sonia through another mutual friend of ours, Tan- Tammy, mm-hmm. you know, um, a few years ago. And I am just enamored with your career, how you are a great ambassador for our culture. I'm especially enamored too because, you know, I'm former UNESCO, you know, so I'm all about the culture. And what you've done, how you've shown, you know, through our music um, and just showed an academic slant to it. Because, you know, when people think of dance hall or there's certain stereotypes and associations, but how you've raised the bar in terms of making us look at it through a different perspective, the historical context, uh, the economical context, you know, the different things that where people live you know, it's, I, I feel humbled because I don't look on dance hall the same. You know, before it was just like party Fantastic. music for me, right? Job well done. Yes, <laughs> but now it's like, you know, it's like the voice of the people, it's social commentary, all of these things, you've made me look on it differently. You know, before it was just music. And, um, you know, I thank you for that because I find a lot of us who are younger, we take things for granted. And, you know, for myself as a British Jamaican as well, um, you know, I'm always curious about the culture, my roots, my ancestry. And you're a storyteller. You make it so compelling. So even for somebody who's non-academic, you know, you break it down in layman's terms. And, you know, you know, I thank you for that. And I know I'm thanking you on behalf of all of us, Mm. you know, who who follow you and how you make it so down to earth for us. You don't speak above us. (laughs) You break it down. You have you have conversations with us. And I, you know, it's such a pleasure to have you here with me today. I'm so humbled (laughs) and excited. Um, And there's so much that you've said so thank you first of all for having me um it's a wonderful thing to have culture on display because Mm -hmm. you know even in the food and the culinary delights Mm -hmm. the the drinks there's so much to say Mm -hmm. about that but you know what you've said breaking down jamaican culture in a way that people can understand Mm -hmm. i I wouldn't know how to do it any other way you know i'm all about access Mm -hmm. i'm all about creating avenues for people to to learn yeah and and so when people, you know, sometimes I go for interviews and people say, oh, don't talk like a professor today, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm like, there's a balance, though, mm-hmm. that we have to strike because you want people to learn. You want yes. people to aspire to learn new words. Yes. You want people to be able to 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 understand what you're saying, but you also want them to, to go dig a little deeper for themselves. And mm-hmm. so I try all the time to strike that kind of yeah. balance in yeah. my work. No, I love it. And I think we need more lecturers like you because I remember my times at university and I would like totally snooze because I just could not connect with some of my professors and the professors I still remember like decades after the fact, you know, showing my age a bit, dating myself. But um, I, you know, I still remember the exciting ones 
the ones who you know broke it down in our language in our slang of our generation and I think you do that so eloquently and um, and you bridge the gap you know you're one of those like my father used to say you know he could talk to the man in the street and talk with kings you're one of those type of personalities put you anywhere and you can adapt to your environment but I guess I know too you're also nomadic you're a traveler like myself and I think you know a lot of people don't know the power of the Jamaican culture. They take it for granted. And I wish more Jamaicans, like I always say to some people, I think a lot of us who were not born in this country sometimes are more patriotic and more in love with the Jamaican culture than some Jamaicans who are born here. It's almost like a they there's sometimes some negativity that pervades and, and I don't know if it's a self-esteem issue or what you know and then you have on the other side people are fiercely proud Jamaicans and there are others who are like just, they just speak ill of each other and I said you know I always say to people if you, some of you could hear the way when I go abroad and people are like where are you from and you know automatically I would say England mm-hmm. right even though, you know, I partially grew up here as well, but it's just automatic. And they're like, but where you're really from? And I say Jamaica. And it's like the whole change in demeanor, you know, how I'm received, attitude, everything, everything just changes. So I've stopped telling people I'm British when I go abroad. I just say straight up Jamaican. I don't know, but you don't really sound Jamaican. I was like, yeah, I know, but I am Jamaican, right? And I just find if people help the world embraces us, why can't we embrace each other? the same way i talk about jamaica as a a passport Mm -hmm. you know jamaica itself Mm -hmm. this country is a passport for entry into all kinds of spaces Mm -hmm. and i i could tell you stories upon stories people in in times of war Mm -hmm. you know trying to pass through you know treacherous kind of context and they Mm -hmm. say jamaica and and they just get let through Mm -hmm. um and that's something about us this, I, I tell people that Jamaica has a way of showing you to yourself. That's true. That's so true. And if you really dig deep into yourself, what that really means is that you're really looking at your soul. Yeah. So, so Jamaica operates really at the soul level. Mm-hmm. If you can't deal with the, the way people bear their souls all the time, mm-hmm. you're going to get uncomfortable. Yes. But if you can step into that space and really see yourself and be Mm-hmm. At the soul level, right. you're going to be comfortable with Jamaica. Yeah, that is true. You know, Jamaicans are very direct. Um, I've, you know, recently I've been on some medication. I had surgery and so I'm a bit bloated. I got the, what they call the steroid moon face and stuff. And people say, boy, what's the way your face looks round? <laughs> and sometimes I'm like, oh my God, people are just so direct here. You know what I mean? Um, you know, or you get, or you get fluffy. <laughs> You know, meaning that you've, you know, for our foreign listeners that you've, you know, gained a little weight and stuff. And so I'm like, oh boy, juice of that food is well nice. I'm like, oh my gosh, well, it's not food, it's medication. <laughs> but, you know, you just kind of let it slide. But I've developed a tough skin because before I would have been really super sensitive. But living here now, you know, I realize it's not meant people to don't insult. Mean, people don't mean Yeah, but they're just, lit- they're, they're actually literal in their descriptions of people. Mm-hmm. You know, Simbo with the, with the bumpy, bumpy face <laughs> or... Or whatever. So come in here. You you really have you, to develop, you develop a tough skin. A tough, a you tough develop, skin. You develop a and, tough skin. And, but I love what you talk about the soul connection. Um, people say to me all the time, Jackie, why do you live in Jamaica? And I'm like, because I feel free here, despite the fact, yes, in terms of material things, I may not have access to all the material things that I have when I lived in Europe or the United States. 
But here I feel free, free in the sense that, you know, abroad, like if you take your day off of work, you're scared about losing your job. Here I know if I take a day off, I wouldn't be punished for it or Mm -hmm. fret about it. I feel free in the sense that I'm in the land of my ancestors. You know, I feel free in the sense that I know if I'm hungry, I can call my neighbor and they'll give me a mango or a banana to eat some food. You know, there's just some little there's acts of kindness here that mm-hmm. I've experienced. I've experienced kindness all around the world. We're not far removed from the soul level yet. Right. But we're still, we still, we, we still, when bad things happen, we're still shocked. Mm-hmm. A lot of bad things happen. We're still shocked. You know, it's not, we haven't become desensitized and we're passionate and we'll, we'll talk about it. And so I said to people, you know, Jamaica's not perfect, but where is perfect? Every society has good and bad but at least we we discuss it we have a free press here you can speak without feeling that oh you're going to be murdered you know especially like for journalists you know like saying our neighbor in mexico mm-hmm. you know they're killing journalists colombia right jamaica is free there's a freedom of press so and you know how bob marley spoke about that natural mystic in the air there's still a spiritual mysticism you know you see it in the mornings when you see the fog over the hills and in the bird song there is just something just inexplicable yeah, it's something about this magical. country. Yes. You know, when Jimmy Cliff in his album, which we launched at the university many years ago, mm-hmm. Black Magic, that's oh. pretty that's pretty much a description of Jamaica. Yeah, you know, there's a little sweet. bit of a, yeah. a magic that operates here. And if you if you if you get it, you get it. If mm-hmm. you don't get it, you just don't get it. Right. And I love that. I love that. And not, not everybody's supposed to not get it, right? Not everybody's supposed yeah. to get it. And it's it's like in a in a ritual. Mm-hmm. You know, I've I've been very fortunate as a student of culture to to travel. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been to about forty eight countries mm-hmm. now. And in, 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 in my travels, I have experienced rituals, mm. you know, really intense rituals. Mm. And, and these are, are very, very much African rituals. Mm. Um, and you, you, you learn mm-hmm. that in those contexts, there is a bit of magic. There is a bit of secrecy. Not mm-hmm. everybody is intended to be, to be getting right. knowledge about everything. But I'm glad you brought that up too. There's almost um, a shame I find from some people when it comes to our African culture, our indigenous um, spiritual beliefs per se, a lot of this stuff predated Christianity. Even though oh, most of all us, of it predated it is, Christianity. Right, yeah, I identify as a Christian, but at the same time, I acknowledge and I respect, you know, my culture and where we came from. And we have such beautiful pockets here, like you know, um, like Dinkimini and Kumina and all these different dance forms. Mm-hmm. But also that intersectionality between dance and spiritualism, and um, I just think it's there is no yeah. spirituality without music and without, dance. Yes, exactly. There is no ritual without music it, and dance. Right, and you, it's almost in a ritual space right and that's what the dance is created right, for actually that drum beat the, that that's drum what the like, music is, yeah, is, is created kinda, for yeah it connects you on that deep soul level yeah. I love you know when you hear like some Rasta men chanting or drumming I love drumming and I just I just I'm just transported it's almost like a prayer you know like it, 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 that rhythm and stuff and I'm, I'm happy yes. you use the word prayer because yes. it is a meditation, meditation right you, know, you, you, I, you enter a meditative right. space it's so beautiful and I feel a peace mm-hmm. an inexplicable peace I can't put into words but I just I'm moved and I know that is somewhere mm. my 
DNA, mm-hmm. cellular memory, that DNA memory of my ancestors. What I call blood memory. Blood memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Blood memory. Yeah. I, I, I feel so. I think that's why maybe reggae music has been so powerful around that the is world. That's the reason. Yeah. That because it's like it, 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 it touches people. It, it soothes people. It heals One of my people. regrets is that we're not using so many of these natural instruments anymore mm. in the making of music in Jamaica. Right. But it is one of the magical things that you you could have gone to, you know, Count Ozzy's bass, mm-hmm. and you see the drums right there. These were the instruments being played, mm-hmm. and of course, everything is now you know synthesized yes, and right. digital mm-hmm. um, in terms of the the making of music. But we still do have that spirit in mm-hmm. the music, and of course, people all over the world are making music. Yeah, and I'm Jamaican glad. Music. music, yes, and I'm happy that you brought that up because I'm very excited about the new roots reggae singers coming out mm-hmm. of Jamaica, like the Chronixes and the Proteges and stuff. I'm actually connecting more to that music than this new trap dance hall. I cannot. I connect don't know it. what that is. Yeah, I can't connect. Well, the the latest dance. I don't even know their names to be honest because I'm so disinterested, and I'm I love dance hall. I love especially you know the early '90s and all that dance mm-hmm. but the latest ones I, I must say I cannot connect I can't connect to the music anymore I don't know if it's like oh is it because I'm in my 40s and well I, this is I, a I, thing I don't about know if it's a generational thing or it what. is a generational yeah, thing could be, this is yeah. the thing about music that there is a a general generational difference in appreciation mm. and music is one of the only things apart from food and mm-hmm. drink which we're gonna get into mm-hmm. um that brings this kind of nostalgia mm. You can remember the where you were sitting, where you were walking, who you were with, the date, yes. just because of food and and things like music, and and it's it it takes you back. Mm. What's important about that is to understand that the music of your time mm-hmm. is not going to be the music of somebody else's time. True. You know True. those occasions, those mm-hmm. memories. That's what makes us connect to music. So mm-hmm. in fact, if you think about it. This is why radio stations are so important and they, they, they kind of operate on a science of the number of spins per record mm-hmm. because if you listen to something often enough, mm-hmm. you're probably going to like it. That's true. The and repetition. that has to do with the music of your day. Yeah, you know, that's how it works. That's yes. how it works. Mm-hmm. So, and, and because, and that's why culture is so important mm-hmm. because it's what you're socialized into. Right. It's, it's exactly about what you're socialized into. Mm-hmm. So, you know, clearly some things feel like disharmony and, mm-hmm. you know, noise to us. Mm-hmm. But it's because it's not our music. Yeah. So the kids nowadays, yeah. they are certainly into yeah. trap dance hall. Right. I can't dance to it, so yeah. I'm not into it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whatever I can't dance yes. to, I'm not into it. But I'm constantly looking out for what is the new, what is the, 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 the hit song of the day. Mm-hmm. And I'm always looking for, you know, who is going to change the spirit of the music. Right. So I, I have less anxiety about it, I, I would say, mm-hmm. because I know there are people like Busy Signal mm-hmm. who is going to... I like dip, him. He's going to dip into <laughs> yeah. that long, deep catalog of Jamaican uh, rhythms. His lyrics. His lyrics. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, he's, um, he's actually you know, underrated. I don't, he's know why he's not, underrated. I don't know why he's not rated more than he he's is. Completely because underrated. he's completely underrated. Brilliant lyricist. Some, some yeah. of the Jamaican artists that I really, really, really love, mm-hmm. I don't even need to know them. I right. don't need to know anything about them. Mm-hmm. 
busy signal. Mm-hmm. Sizzler. Yeah, I love Sizzler. Bounty killer. Yeah, bounty. Oh just God, the bounty. range of yeah. voice. Remember you back know, in the day, bounty all the hip hop artists. Yeah, they're brilliant. Love it. Yeah, love yeah, it. they're brilliant. Love they're it. Brilliant. I love it. Like when I was living in Paris, and um, you know, I used to have my little Jamaica nights and stuff. And um, once I put on the bounty, and like my my French friends are like. Bounty could just, you know, with a hip hop artist, everybody, yes. everybody just loved, everybody just kind of connected with Bounty. No, <laughs> you know, let me so tell you, like, the talent. Yeah, I just, but, yeah. stood up one night and saw Bounty Killer perform to probably 20 persons mm-hmm. in a venue. Somehow the event flopped, mm-hmm. but he put on a show nonetheless. Yeah. Let me tell you, Rodney Price. Yeah. I have a lot of respect for yeah, him. Yeah, my brother knows that he said Jackie Rodney is such a great guy because I've never met him. He said Jackie, he is like one of the most warm people I've ever met. Because I thought, you know, he would be kind of like his, I guess, his artistic persona. Mm-hmm. But he said he's a really nice guy. And I've started to follow him on Instagram. And some of the stuff he posts, I'm like, this guy is all right, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, like that, all know? of them, I think. Yeah. Just artists have to be obnoxious. It's mm-hmm. just a business area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, catch them one away. Mm-hmm. Bounty killer for me, yeah. genuine personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has not changed. Yeah. You know, he's not become some different person. Mm genuine spirit yeah, i love that and yeah. i don't know him it, right but that's my impression, impression of him right you know at this soul level mm-hmm. you know and is what what drove you to write your you know your book on dance hall and everything um so so yeah. that's so interesting because my first degree is in geography wow so well, my complete, my, ent- yeah. my love affair in mm-hmm. high school was geography from second form mm-hmm. and i went into mm-hmm. university to do geography right. so i you know just Remember, we trod in the yeah, world, right? right. So we're exactly. into geography. It's like me too, geography, encyclopedias, yes. So by the time I got to university and I was interested now in sociology and social psychology, and one woman one day asked me, who is studying the ecology of dance hall? Wow. And I, you know, dance hall music was my favorite music. Mm-hmm. I was in all the school fets. Mm-hmm. Super Cat came to my high school oh, to God. perform. Wow. You know, I'm in at the music. <laughs> yeah. And I, I said, no one is looking at the ecology of dance mm-hmm. hall. And I just kind of, after that moment, made it my business to okay. do that. So my book, Dance Hall from Slave Ship to Ghetto, is mm-hmm. all about space. Mm-hmm. I enter the dance hall through the space, how the space yes. is used, where the speaker right. boxes are, la- are laid out, mm-hmm. you know, where the people sit to dance, that periphery, whether it's the wall or mm-hmm. the circle, who goes into the circle, when they go into the circle, right. why they go into the circle. And, and of course, let me tell you, talk about Jamaica being a passport. That mm-hmm. book, Dance Hall from Slave Ship mm-hmm. to Ghetto, has been a passport for me to go everywhere in the world. Imagine. Because nobody thought that Dance Hall could be studied in that way. Yeah, me too. Like I said, it was revelationary for me, you know, when you did that. Because I thought to myself, gosh, I never saw this as an academic subject. For me, it was just entertainment. I just thought it was a stroke of brilliance, actually. Yeah, and I got yeah. a lot of flack for that. Because people said, you know, you make Dance Hall look boring when you look at it from a spatial perspective. Mm-hmm. But for me, that linked me into the geographers. Mm-hmm the cultural geographers, and Mm -hmm. in my own work on dance hall, I created a term that was Mm -hmm. never being used before in geography, which Mm -hmm. is performance geography. Wow. And that's the the essence of my work, Mm -hmm. performance geography, geography. because performances give character to space. Yes, makes sense. 
You know, and sometimes some, something so simple is right in front of us, but we are blind to it. Nobody put those two together, words together, together before I right. did. Right. You know, so interesting. Speaking of, like, you said places. So, you know, this is Niam and Trod. And, you know, you said, you know, your academic life, you know, you've traveled with it. And so what are some of your favorite places that from an academic sense, you know, where you felt proud of your work and what you shared mm-hmm. and even on a personal sense like you know where you just go to unwind what are some of your favorite countries that you've experienced to unwind mm-hmm. i've gone to bermuda to unwind yes, yes, yes. um and that's just you know beach and fun yeah, and, and fabulous yeah. company but you know one of the most interesting places i've been in the world is well well there are three interesting mm-hmm. places for me okay Japan. Yes, that's, I'm dying. That's on my list. Japan. Yeah. I've been privileged to go to Japan mm-hmm. twice. Twice. That's amazing. So yeah. I've been to Okinawa, mm-hmm. which is the only tropical, completely that's tropical island. Right. It's in the south. Yeah, that's where it's at. Where With the all US the U.S. Bases? bases are. Okay, right. Um, and I've been to, to Kagoshima. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went to Kagoshima for a conference, both of them, conferences. Mm-hmm. What's fascinating to me about Japan mm-hmm. Is you know obviously culture. Mm-hmm. It's the f- mixture of food. It's the mm-hmm. it's a mixture of of behavior, the mm-hmm. manners, the mannerisms, yes. the kind of emphasis on natural spirits. Mm-hmm. So Shintoism, for mm-hmm. example, is just fascinating for me as a religious mm-hmm. or a, like a spiritual practice. Right. Really, mm-hmm. shrines all over the city, shrines all over the country where people just go and and honor the forest, mm-hmm. honor the water. Mm-hmm. In fact, in our hiking now in Jamaica, one of the things we've been focused on is just forest bathing, which mm. is a, yeah, that's a, a, a Shinrin Yoku okay. is the concept in Japan. Okay. And so Japan is, is one of my favorite, oh favorite, and, you know, favorite places to be. We, yeah, I'm glad you told me it originates in Japan. I thought it was a European, I thought it was a Scandinavian thing. I never realized well, well, it was well, I don't know if it's yeah. I don't know if it's originating in, in, in Scandinavia, but, right. but the forest bathing as a, as a right. concept, concept it's, yeah. it, there is language for it it's, in Japan, which is Shinrin yeah, Yoku. Likely, yeah. Yeah. I know it's become a thing over the last couple of years, people going forest bathing. bathing. Yeah. Yes, and grounding and all of that. It's and I love amazing it. Yeah, reconnecting with nature. So yeah. It's important. And the wild and the spirits out there. Mm-hmm. There are spirits in yeah. these trees, you know. Yeah. In fact, I tell people trees are smarter than mm-hmm. humans, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's a whole other conversation. Mm-hmm. But Australia, mm-hmm. Australia, okay, would be my next okay. um, country. I've been to New Zealand. Next I've door. been to Australia probably about four times. Yeah. And I remember when I first said to my father many years ago, "God rest my father's soul," mm-hmm. you know, he's. I said, "I want to go to Australia." He says, "As where?" Because for him, yeah. for him, Australia is so far. Right. But it was the first country that I kind of got interested in as a child. Because mm. my parents had this book on Australia in the house. Okay. I can still remember the smell of the pages. Wow. And I went to Australia for conference again. Mm-hmm. As an academic, it's just wonderful because you can travel the world right. just doing conferences. Mm-hmm. But Australia, I have great friends in Australia. Mm. And Australia, for me, it's the mix of what is, you know, completely Western mm-hmm. The fact that it's a penal colony right, originally, yeah. people were, you know, the prisoners from Britain yeah, were sent there. there. Yeah, because I remember people used to look down in Australia uh, yes. and England because they're like, "Oh, you're descendants yes, of prisoners right? and poor remember too, that? right?" Yes. But Australia, it's the it's the First Nations peoples that live there that mm, that that have my spirit. The Aboriginals. Just this whole yes. concept of mm. of uh, Aboriginal. Mm. 
territory. Mm. And and of course, Aborigines, they, they were quite mistreated to be a there pejorative too. word in right. some cases. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing now. So I call them the correct. First Nations First peoples. Nations, right. And just the diversity of language, mm. of, of, of spiritual practices, mm. of connecting to the wild, you know, this whole concept of walkabout, mm. where you can just go walkabout for days right. and it's the way of transmitting knowledge to younger people. And mm-hmm. I, let me tell you, I could live there. Mm-hmm. I could absolutely live in Australia. And then the other place for me, quite interestingly, I went for a meeting in Mauritius. Mm. I, my my cousin's married to, um, his wife is from Mauritius. She's like, you have to come to Mauritius. So, so Mauritius for right? me now is the f- Food. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, her food. So, Mauritius, I think, has eclipsed Brazil, Mm -hmm, which is one of my favorite favorite countries as well. But but Mauritius, Mm -hmm. let me tell you, the Indian indentured workers who went there, the 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 African influence, Mm -hmm. the food is to die for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I I really love the the space, the beaches, Mm -hmm. the. The, the 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 culture mm-hmm. all of that the, fascinating yeah, for me indian ocean is special because like you know i've been a lot you know i was based in eastern africa and that whole you know swahili mauritius um more but you know that whole indian ocean culture yeah, 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 yeah. you know that mix of african india yeah all there. That, there is just it's beautiful the food is fantastic so i can imagine mauritius you yeah. know must be absolutely amazing and then just to go back to australia a little bit yeah what's fascinating for me about australia is the way in which you know you get all the malay right um the singaporeans that go They're into australia right. just a mix of all of the the, the 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 southeast asian okay. delights all right so, so singapore is one of my top same, countries same, to go, go to for food but, yeah there's hawker centers just i'm going to, to go there yeah. i'm going to go there so okay so like for a first time traveler because on this last note because we're wrapping up now so i want you to okay outside of those countries but for a, a new traveler what are the first five countries you would tell them like from different continents what countries would you rec- recommend for a first-time traveler who may not be as experienced as us in travel, so maybe a bit intimidated? Mm-hmm. What, do you, Which cultures do you think are nice, nice gentle cultures for them to ease into? into. Right, mm-hmm. so top, your top five countries Because you that. know I'm not a ease into kind of right, girl, right? Exactly, I'm yes. a jumping, diving <laughs> yeah. deep kind of girl. But I'd say, you know, um, hmm, Let's skip North America. That you because okay, Caribbean people go to Brazil. Brazil, right? Go to Brazil. Brazil. I agree, yeah, yeah, go to Brazil. I'd I'd recommend going to Brazil. I found it like a larger Jamaica. Yeah, go to Brazil. Vibe, go yeah. to Bahia. Yes. Um, and I'd say if you can get to Japan, go mm-hmm. to Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go to Okinawa. Very westernized mm-hmm. country. You know, all the American malls are mm-hmm. there. American brands That's are there. there. Um, I call the Japanese the rich brats of Asia. Yeah. Of Asia. But um, so if if we go to another continent, let's mm-hmm. say uh, in in Africa, mm-hmm. you know it's amazing. Go to South Africa, but yeah. but if you want to just do Southern Africa, mm-hmm. I'd say go to Kenya or Uganda. Yes, right. I love those. Yeah, they're lovely. Um, love West them Africa too. is a little bit deep for yeah. you to get into. Right. But South Africa, yeah, right. South all of Southern Africa, Africa. really right. amazing. Mm-hmm. And if we were to go to North America, I'd say go to Canada. Canada, yes. Yeah, go to Canada. Avoid the United States yeah. if you can. It's just overdone. Yes. 
Have we? Which continent have we missed? So we've done North America, we've done South America, America we've, we've done Africa, done Africa so we've done, we've done Asia. Asia. So now Europe. Oceania. Europe. Yeah. Oh, that's so hard because yeah. I love many countries yeah. in Europe. But yeah, go to Spain. Spain, yeah. Spain go is a Spain. nice start. Go yeah. to Spain. Go to Spain. Oh. Go to South of Spain. Yes. No, and all of them are rich. Every country just identified. Go to a reggae identified. festival in the South of Spain. Spain. Yeah, oh God. They, they, yeah. they know how to do a reggae, yes. you know. <laughs> but thank you so much. We, we, you know, we ran out of time. I, I can speak to you forever. <laughs> Did you like your dr- Oh, cheers, actually. Cheers. Coming. Cheers. cheers. Thank you so much. And Thank um, you. we'll definitely be back. Um, you have to come back t- for one of my cooking sessions. Abs- definitely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so we'll see you soon. Tell so, guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Drink and a Natter and myself and Dr. Stanley today, Sonia. And uh, we hope you've enjoyed the drink. We hope you've enjoyed the conversation and that you will look on our music a different way, our culture, you know, a different way. And also be curious for other cultures, whether contrasted or complementary cultures. But thank you for joining me. And I'll see you on the next podcast episode of A Drink and a Dancer. Bye. Ciao. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>